This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Happy Monday, my loves. How are all of you today? Welcome to a new week, boo. Y'all, we are well into November and time is flying. <laughs> and we are now looking at the end of this year, which is just so crazy to even believe. However, with the end of the year comes the end of this podcast season, which is even crazier. But I wanted to let you guys know we only have three episodes left of the Slay Girl Slay podcast for this season. And then that is it. <laughs> if you've been a longtime listener, you guys know this already. But for those of you that don't know, when we wrap a season of the show, we go on a small hiatus for a few months. So that means we do not produce any episodes until the new season airs, which... To be honest, y'all, won't be until spring of 2021. And I know that sounds so crazy and it feels like it's so far from now, but it's it's really not. <laughs> and it makes me really sad to think about it, but just wild to think the first episode of the show aired a week before the world shut down and went on quarantine and shelter in place. And this entire season has been produced while we've been in quarantine. So I'm sad that the season is coming to an end, but also happy to go on a little break for a few months and just gather myself again. When I am on hiatus, I always get messages from some of you guys and y'all are like, sis, are you dead? <laughs> are you all right over there? I haven't heard from you. I haven't seen any new episodes go up in a couple of months. So let me just start by saying, yes, y'all, I will be just fine. <laughs> and I will do my best to remind you guys over the next couple of weeks of the season finale, which is right around the corner. Should we do a girls' night in that night to celebrate the season finale? I don't know. I was thinking about it. Should we go live? Um, should I go live with all of you the day of the season finale? Well, that night, rather. So y'all let me know. DM me uh, at Ashley Legs or DM us on the at Slay Girl Slay account. Um, and just let us know. Let us know if you want to do, if, you, if you'd like to join a live that night. I want to see your faces and thank you in real life for all the support this year and laugh and talk and all the things that we do when we get together. So y'all, usually around this time of year, I am pushing out episodes about game planning for next year and giving tips and tricks on how to end the year strong. And I usually try to encourage y'all to look at the year in review. And quite frankly, I just wasn't feeling that this year <laughs> for a number of reasons, right? Besides the complete obvious, but I am fully aware that this year has just done a number on everybody. And I recognize that 
the game plans we may have made earlier this year and the things we wrote down and said that we were going to do this year didn't work out the way we thought it was going to work out. Collectively, across the globe, we all have been facing some really, really tough times. And before I get into anything, I just want you to know that it's okay if the year ends and you didn't finish the thing you wanted to get done this year. It's okay if the business didn't thrive this year. It's okay if you didn't hit the sales goals this year. It's okay if you didn't meet Bay this year like you wanted to. We went through a lot. And y'all, just surviving and being able to wake up this morning and listen to a podcast and drink your coffee or go to work or go to school, that is enough. Just finding a sense of peace this year and ending this year with your sanity and peace of mind, that is an accomplishment. Some of us got reacquainted with ourselves and our family members this year from being in the house every single day. Some of us learned new skills or picked up new hobbies to pass the time. Some of us read more. Maybe some of us worked out more or tried a new workout. Some of us started to journal and we are learning how to express ourselves better. Maybe it was getting into therapy for you and you're working on yourself. All of this is okay. And I am saying this because I want you to understand that just because it looks like everybody else had a beautiful and great year and did all the things that they said that they were going to do doesn't mean that your year was any less than theirs. Just because you didn't finish one thing this year doesn't mean you can't pick it back up at any time and keep working on it. Ending the year this year with a sense of joy is enough, y'all. We had a lot to juggle this year, and I want y'all to have some grace with yourselves and be kind to yourself and allow yourself to be okay with that. And let me be clear, y'all know I love a good game plan. I personally, I need to set goals and I have a plan for how I'm going to attack those goals. But before we dive headfirst into all the things we want to do next year, can we clean house on all the things we've already done this year? Can we get our house in order? And I mean that in a literal way and a physical way. Can we declutter what's been piling up and put things back where they belong and get ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally ready for a new season. I talked about Marie Kondo last year on the podcast and the Marie method of going through your house and getting rid of the things that no longer bring you joy. I'm going to walk you through a couple of my favorite tips and tricks for that, but before you go throwing out the old and making space for the new, I also want you to Marie some things in your life too and get rid of some things that you need to let go of personally that no longer bring you joy. Yes, we live in a house where we eat and sleep and now work, but our bodies and our minds are like houses too. And these type of houses need cleaning. So if you are familiar with the Comrie method, good for you, boo, because it has been life-changing for me. I read the book. It's called Life-Changing Magic by Marie Kondo, who is a professional organizer. And the goal of the Comrie method is to have a house full of items that spark 
joy. If you aren't in the reading mood, I totally get that. (laughs) She also did a Netflix special last year. And if that's more your speed, it's called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And y'all, if you haven't watched it, you absolutely should. I never thought I'd get a kick out of watching other people clean and organize their spaces. And it it honestly sounds super whack, I know, but give it a try. (laughs) I guarantee you, once you're finished watching or reading the book, you will be inspired to organize the house that you live in. So I tried the method last year and really liked how I felt after it. There are six steps to the KonMari method, and I won't do it justice in just one episode. So I do encourage you to check it out and follow the six steps. They are super easy, but the general sense is to move through your house or your room if you live with other people and commit to tidying that space up. Looking at your belongings and thinking about your ideal lifestyle and what that would support, you then discard the things that no longer bring you joy. So for example, let's say you're working through your closet and you put all of your clothes in the middle of your bed. You have a pair of pants that's been sitting there for two years because you can't fit them. (laughs) Hello, that's me. And you want to fit into them one day, so you're holding on to them. As you move through your closet and as you're tidying up, you have to ask yourself, do these jeans bring me joy? When When you pick them up and you're about to put them back in the closet, you have to ask yourself, do these jeans make me happy now? Or am I just holding on to these jeans and every time I open my closet, it's a constant reminder that I still can't fit them. If they don't bring you joy, you put them back in another pile to donate or toss and they don't have a place in your closet anymore. Or here's another example. Personally, I love cards birthday cards, Christmas cards, graduation cards. I love them. All the cards I've received from any occasion since high school, I still have. But you see, that brings me joy. I keep them in a box and sometimes I go through them and it makes me happy to read all of the notes that were written in them years ago. So when I'm cleaning out my closet and I get to those cards, that brings me joy. So it goes back in. This week or next week before Thanksgiving, I want you to go through this exercise in your house or your room and start tossing stuff that does not bring you joy anymore. We are spending way more time indoors than we are doing outdoors. And now that the holidays are here, we may not be traveling as much as we used to or partying as much as we used to this holiday season. Why not make the space we live in spark the very joy that we are looking for in our lives during this season? Not just throwing up the Christmas decor and making it look pretty, but really going through every space in our house and decluttering and getting rid of things that no longer serve us. And when I say go through everything, I mean everything. Take a day this weekend if you have time, turn up some jams. I recommend the Slay Girl Slay Spotify pour yourself a glass, light a candle, and just go at it. Start in one section of your house and then slowly start to move through your house and throw away the things that you don't love. If you pick up a sweater and you're like, this is cute, I really like this sweater, it's kind of old, it's kind of dingy, it got lint balls all over it, 
tosses. If you have old fake jewelry that's tarnished and faded, that's just sitting on your vanity and you haven't worn it in years and it doesn't make you absolutely happy, toss it. Shoes that you know you don't wear anymore, donate them. If you keep going into the bathroom and you're so tired of the color scheme and you really want a new curtain or a new bath rug, it's time to make room for it. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. I want all of us to start getting in the habit of tossing things that no longer make us happy. And we can start by making the very space that we live in a joyful place to live in. I believe in living and existing in a beautiful environment. And since I can't go to my favorite places that used to do that for me, especially now that the holiday season has begun, I have to create that space in my home and within myself because that is where I am most present. Now, let's say you've gone through your house or your room and tossed out all the things that don't bring you joy and you're feeling really good. Now think about how can you apply that same method to who you are 
as a woman and the things that you do on an everyday basis. So for me, I am on my computer 90% of the day, which means my laptop is full of stuff that I've been working on, things that I've saved, emails from five years ago that were never deleted, apps on my phone that I need to just delete and let go of, photos on my phone and screenshots that I may have taken that are just taking up space. Think about yourself and your phones and your computers, your job maybe, maybe it's school for you, your life at home. Ask yourself, are there some things I need to get rid of that no longer bring me joy in these spaces? Technology, like our computers and our phones, don't take up physical space in our homes, but they do take up emotional space in our minds. Go through your computer and delete old files. Go through your email accounts and delete old messages. Organize your desktops and file away documents that have just been hanging out. If you're like me and you're like, Ashley, I need every file on my computer. (laughs) That's fine too, boo. I agree. But the purpose of this exercise is to just create spaces that make you happy, spaces that you feel good in. And if you're on your computer every day and it's a cluster, that's not beneficial. So what I've done, because I too need to keep all of my files, I put them on an external hard drive. You can get these off of Amazon for like 30 bucks, boo. And there's massive amounts of storage in these hard drives. And you can file all of your old files there. That way you still have them in case you ever need them. But your physical computer is tidy and available for new things that you want to put on there. Take time and go through your phone and get rid of old photos, old screenshots, old apps you may never use. I go through and delete super old text messages from group chats I'm no longer a part of, and that's just taking up space in my phone. This time of year, I take inventory of my social platforms and I do some cleaning up there also. I recommend changing your passwords once a year, so this would be a great time to do that, y'all. And just get everything in order. I want us to go into the last part of this year knowing what we know, having been through what we've been through, and being able to just quickly get rid of the things that do not make us happy, that do not make us feel lifted, and not just hold on to them for the sake of holding on to them. Situations that may have happened, ask yourself, does this bring me any joy holding on to this? Things that you may feel worried or stressed about, ask yourself, does this bring me any joy holding on to this? I made a small list in my journal and jotted down some things that were really bothering me lately. And every day when those feelings of worry and stress try to rise, I ask myself, does this bring me joy? I know it feels like we're purging everything and just throwing away all this stuff in our houses and our computers and Maybe we're doing some personal inventory and flushing out and throwing away some feelings that we may be holding on to. But y'all, having and experiencing fewer things that you absolutely love 
is better than holding on to and keeping a bunch of things you don't even really like. It's almost like we're using that same spectrum we use when we make full body decisions, right? Remember that episode? It's either a hard yes or a hard no. And for this, it's either this makes me happy or this does not make me happy. This brings light in my life or this does not bring life into my life. Even though we are going through and cleaning our rooms and getting our houses in order for a new season, we can still adopt the same techniques into our everyday lives. You will see that as you not only declutter the space around you, but as you work and declutter the space within you, the entire atmosphere of your life starts to change. You begin to feel lighter and your spirits are lifted just a little bit more than when you first began and your space has become a happier place. I hope that as we finish this year, Instead of looking at what didn't happen and holding on to the things that did, I hope you finish this year by just surrounding yourself with the things that bring you joy, the people that bring you joy, the conversations that bring you joy, the music that brings you joy, the places that bring you joy. You may not have hit a big goal this year. You may not have finished what you started. You may not have gone to that place you wanted to go, but you did find your joy. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.